It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is Anthony Davis. WRNO is your home for Pelicans basketball. Sports 1280 is the place to talk about the games. All right, welcome back. Chris Gordy Show coming to you live from the Zurich Classic. We're over here at the 19th hole here on Sports 1280. Wind's starting to pick up a little, so if you hear a little noise, we call that ambiance in the radio business. Obviously, it is Saints draft day, and that's where the focus of the show is today. Look, we'll talk some Pels tomorrow. Obviously, it's a massive game for them on Saturday night. But I think today, a lot of the focus around the city and even around here at the Zurich, I'm hearing people have conversations. Hey, who do you think the Saints are taking tonight? There's a lot of folks talking about that and what the Saints will do with pick 27. So join us now to talk a little bit about that. It's 50% of Duncan Holder. He is the one and only Larry Holder jumping in with us. Larry, what's going on, man? Hey, bud. Yeah, I was enjoying the wind uh, jumping into microphones <laughs> yesterday and today. So, yeah, it's, it's not someone like crumpling a piece of paper or like, like us eating on the air. So that's not the case. <laughs> so I'll start with this, Larry. I mean, obviously, the uh, we know the report that Ian Rappaport put out there this morning that, hey, the Saints are calling around. They're, they may just be doing their due diligence, but... Uh, a lot of folks saying maybe if one of those quarterbacks starts to fall, the Saints may want to jump up and grab that guy. I know you just tweeted out, so the, your guess is the Saints aren't looking for a quarterback if they if they move up. If they don't look at a quarterback and they and they're trading future assets to move up, who do you think they'd uh, or what position do you think they'd be moving up to grab? Look, I think they're going to move up for a pass rusher. It's kind of been the missing uh, thorn in the side uh, or missing piece. Uh, for the past several years, uh, once the Saints moved on from Junior Gallette, they haven't replaced him. It's uh, You're always looking for a compliment for Cam Jordan. And actually someone on our show brought up an interesting uh, thought and uh, say the Saints got really crazy and decided to pull a move like the Falcons did in 2011, jump all the way up to the top of the draft. They took Julio Jones. Obviously that pick paid off for them. Uh, and he suggested maybe Bradley Chubb because he's a North Carolina State guy, Ryan Nielsen, who's just finishing up uh, his first year with the Saints as a defensive line coach. He coached Chubb at North Carolina State and talked to Bradley Chubb, and maybe that could be something they do. I think that might be too rich. Here, here's just a, a theory I literally just threw out there, as you just alluded to on Twitter. I'm thinking maybe the Saints might try to move up into the teens and try to go after Marcus Davenport, who is known as maybe the top two or three pass rushers in the NFL draft. And maybe they might have to jump someone, say, like Green Bay to go get him. Will it happen? I don't know. But I feel like if they're going to move up, they're not moving up for a quarterback. I think they're moving up for a, a pass rusher. So Maybe think Davenport, maybe think Harold Landry, something along that line. I'm not buying the trading up for a quarterback. I think that's just uh, uh, that. I'm not buying that position group. Yeah, to to me, I just think it doesn't make any sense. Like I've said, I mean, what, that final year in Denver, where 
Peyton Manning looked like his arm was falling off, and I call it noodle arm. I mean, the writing was on the wall. Okay, they, they need to start thinking quarterback. But Drew Brees didn't have that moment last year. He still looked like Drew Brees at the top of his game. And so, again, this immediacy, people acting like there will never be any more quarterbacks in any other draft, I think is absolutely crazy. Like, there's there, to me, there's no immediate need to go get a guy right now. And for some reason, Larry, people are always thinking about this, oh, he could come in and learn and be the quarterback of the future. Well, we don't see that as much anymore. I mean, 10, 15 years ago, that used to be a thing. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, he could come in and spend a couple years learning and all this stuff. I'm telling you right now, the Cleveland Browns traded for Tyrod Taylor this year. Whoever they take with the top pick, it's going to be the waiting game week three, week four. Okay, when is Tyrod getting benched and the new guy coming in? I mean, very little do we see anymore of the take a quarterback and groom him thing. Chris, remember the New England Patriots had the next Tom Brady, and his name was Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Never touched the field right. until Tom Brady got suspended, and that was it. And he was around for four <laughs> years. So uh, I'm totally with you there. Uh, now yeah. people are going to hearken back to, oh, well, the Saints really wanted Patrick Mahomes. Well, that, that team in that point in time was in a different atmosphere. The Saints were 7-9 yes. in the past three years. Who knew if Sean Payton was going to return? Who knew if Drew Brees was going to return? You go a year, year later, and now you're looking good. I mean, and it's not like you're replacing, you're trying to supplant Alex Smith. You're trying to supplant Drew Brees. Totally different ballparks here. So I'm with you. Like, I don't understand it. They've got three quarterbacks that will probably make the roster. Obviously, Drew will. Uh, but Tom Savage, the guy they want to groom potentially is Taysom Hill. And if someone comes out next year that they like, that's great. But I'm talking about Mahomes last year. This year we have other quarterbacks. Guess what? Next year they're going to be other first-round quarterbacks. And the next year. And the next year. So, look, the fact that we're sharing a brain right now, maybe we're two of the dumbest guys on the planet or two of the smartest guys <laughs> on the planet. Or maybe just logical. Maybe we just have some logic with, with our thoughts here. Or maybe we need to start putting together Gordon Holder. Maybe that maybe that would be the next show if uh, if, if Jeff Duncan's as long as you uh, mind get is on the other letters end. and I get sick, <laughs> so I'm more than fifty percent. I'm in. <laughs> Talk with Larry Holder here, at Nola.com. So I, I tend to agree with you, though, Larry. If they were to move, obviously pass rusher is is, is a need, and Sean Payton has talked about that. I think. The, the word they used the other day at Loomis's presser was pressure player. It's kind of the trendy word everybody's using now. But uh, it is a top – you know, the, the names that you threw out there with Davenport and Chubb, those are guys who are more at the top end of the draft. And it, and it does feel like there aren't those guys in the 20s right now or the back end of the first round where you go, okay, well, we can still get that edge rusher in this draft. So that's the one position I feel like I agree with you. If they're going to move up, go get that. Otherwise, just sit back at 27. Let's take that scenario, though, though, that they do sit back and they stay at 27. Who are a couple names that you like? I know you've been against the tight end uh, pick, but I seem uh, to me I, I'd be fine with any one of those three tight ends if they were to take one there. I would be okay with a tight end depending I need to see the rest of the board, though. Uh, guys, I would prefer – the Saints take rather than a tight end, I would say either uh, Josh Jackson, uh, Jair Alexander, both cornerbacks. I'd rather them take Rashawn Evans or Deron Payne, of course, linebacker and defensive tackle from Alabama, respectively. Uh, you know, so those are just a handful of names. Uh, like, say, if Harold Landry fell, I don't know where he's totally projected. He's probably, uh, you could argue, the second or third pass rusher if he falls. Uh, I would, if I'm the Saints, I would rather take him. But if the board pans out where a lot of these guys I just mentioned, they're gone, and they take, say, someone like 
Hayden Hurst. I'd be fine with it. I just think I've seen so much historically, uh, even with the Saints, where you don't need to burn a, a tight end on in round one. Uh, I'll just rattle off a few day two tight ends for you, uh, and they're and they're above and beyond better than the tight ends that, that have been taken in the first round since 2006. Gronk, Jimmy Graham, Jason Witten, Travis Kelsey, uh, and then I'm throwing Jordan Reed in there. Those guys are very good to potential Hall of Fame tight ends. They're better than Eric Ebron. They're better than Mercedes Lewis, Jermaine Gresham, Brandon Pettigrew. Uh, the only one of maybe of that group who would hang with that group, it was a first round pick, is Greg Olson. So yeah. I'm I'm I've see I see the results and guess what? I'd be more apt to take a tight end on day two. He could that's a position where he can learn behind someone like Ben Watson for a year, and it's exactly what Jimmy Graham did behind Jeremy Shockey and David Thomas. So him in the third round, played in 2010, played pretty well, and elevated to a starter the next year. But he was a third-round pick. I think I, I think you've kind of uh, opened my eyes. I think I may agree with you. See, I'm of the mindset that in the back of my mind, I keep thinking no second-round pick, no second-round pick, no second-round pick. So it's kind of like if there's a guy and there's a position you want, go get it. All I kept thinking was, okay, Ben Watson on a one-year deal. They're probably moving on from Fleener. It would make sense to bring in a guy who doesn't have to be the number one guy from day one, but next year he could slide in as the, the primary guy after Ben Watson leaves or whatever. But I tend to I tend to agree with you in, in taking – when you throw out some of those names, I mean, even the guy last year who I loved, Evan Ingram, the jury's still out on him. I mean, he had an okay year with the with the uh, the Giants, but uh, nothing spectacular. So I, I think I kind of agree with you. What about wide receiver, Larry? What if one of those guys, Calvin Lee from Alabama or – uh, DJ Moore, one of those guys, falls to him. W- would you go wide receiver? I mean, I know they just brought in Cam Meredith and they lost Willie Sneed, but it feels like Sean Payton loves to have as many toys as possible. Of those two you'd mentioned, I'd probably, for the Saints' sake, prefer DJ Moore because he brings some return value. Uh, the Saints could certainly use uh, uh, someone who can uh, help on kick returns and punt returns meaning you don't have to, at the end of the year, put Alvin Kamara back there. Yes, it's great that he can break out a a return, but, boy, it's certainly uh, a position where people are going to really want to go try to take him out because he's so special to the Saints offense. So if you can get someone like D.J. Moore, uh, I think it would be fine. Now, if Calvin really, again, if the board is there at 27 and Calvin really, man, I think he's going to be a good NFL receiver and he doesn't have to be a number one guy. Uh, and like Tent Ginn is not going to be around forever. Cam, Cam Meredith is in a two-year deal. You're wondering about his health still a little bit, maybe in the back of your mind. Brandon Coleman's back on a one-year deal, uh, but he's your clear number four. And uh, so you could use a fifth receiver, and yet you'd like someone with return prowess. And so of of those that group, maybe I think Christian Kirk might be too high, but he might be someone I, I'd ponder just because of the return skills. But at 27, you're probably hoping you don't have to go that route. He is Larry Holder, of course, of Dunkin' Holder. You can hear him weekdays right here from 10 to noon on Sports 1280 and, of course, at NOLA.com. Are you going to be out there tonight uh, catching Sean Payton, the late-night press conference? I'll be there, and then I'll turn right back around, be at Zurich again in the morning for day three of our radio spots <laughs> over at Zurich Classic. Tomorrow we'll be at the Champions Club tent, 
and then I will go from there and turn right back around and go to Airline Drive and be back at the Saints facility for day two of the draft. <laughs> if anybody wants to be Larry's personal driver the next two days, he's open to that. He is Larry. Well, Holder, at least my wife Nola. knows where Larry, I'll be. I mean, it's no secret. <laughs> Larry, thanks for jumping in, man. I really appreciate it. You got it anytime, Chris. See you, buddy. All right, but Larry Holder there of uh, Duncan Holder, of course, here on Sports 1280 and NOLA.com. All right, hour number one is just about in the books. Appreciate uh, all the guests we've already had jumping in. Hour number two, we will open the phone lines. If you guys want to jump in at 504-260-1280, 260-1280, who are you feeling tonight for the Saints? Who do you want to see them take at 27? Would you be all right if they traded up for a quarterback? I wouldn't, but uh, we'd love to hear from you guys and what you're thinking. Hour number two, we'll catch up with producer Michael, who's on the road traveling, but he'll call in. We'll get his thoughts on the draft, and uh, we'll also replay some of the the recent interviews we did talking uh, with some of the national experts about where the Saints go tonight. We'll get to all that coming up in hour number two. It's Chris Gordy's show. Stay there. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.